Hello, everybody. Hope you guys are sticking to your New Year's resolutions. I hope Go Cleanse is part of it. And if it's not, after this show, it should be. I'm telling you right now, you sons of bitches. We got uh, Scott and Peter on, the guys from Go Cleanse. They handle all your questions. Um, you know, I found out uh, on the last program, they pretty much hold their own, their own staff meetings on this show. So, uh, <laughs> so, so there you go, guys. All right, let's start with a success story. Good to have you here, by the way. Thanks for doing this Thanks. today. Thanks, you, sir. It says, hello, gentlemen. I just want to give you a quick update. I did two 30-day cleanses last year. At that time, I dropped 55 pounds. Since then, I've been in maintenance, drinking one shake a day, and every so often I throw in a cleanse day, and I'm still losing weight. It's now 67 total pounds. I'm at a, I'm at a great weight now, and I feel fantastic physically and mentally. I truly think the mental aspect has helped me get through this pandemic. Thanks again. You have me for life. Somebody calling themselves bananas. So <laughs> Well done, bananas. That's great. I mean... I, especially during all this, I mean, how many people have put COVID weight on, uh, yeah. took it off? That's fantastic. And congratulations, exactly how it's supposed to work. Yeah. You do your 30 days, your 11 days, whatever it is, stick to the maintenance and not put anything else on. And guess what? It keeps coming off. And then throwing in the cleanse days, it's perfect. That's a, that is one of the best success stories as far as yeah. how things should happen. And this person was talking about how they feel better mentally through this whole yeah. pandemic, how they're, they're just equipped to handle life a little better with this. Is there any, any, any uh, science behind that, Peter? hundred percent, hundred percent. So cognition, which is one of the things that he's talking about um, in this recent, it's not published yet, but this clinical study that's being done, that's one of the things that they did measure was cognitive function and sort of, uh, it's, well, technically it's called neurogenesis, where the brain is remaking neurons. And, and the lead researcher just got 2.4 or 2.6 million from National Institute of Health to study mental cognition in relationship to nutrition and in particular of the you know the the protocol that we actually use so there's some strong scientific evidence now because look the brain needs the brain needs fuel the brain needs nutrition just like the rest of our body so when you give your body these massive and I mean massive doses of nutrition in very few calories, it's not surprising that the brain is going to work along with everything else in the body. I tell people that all the time. I said, why is this so weird? When you're giving your body everything that used to be in food, don't you think your body probably is going to respond by working more efficiently, by working better, including your brain? Yes, of course. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, I do. I, I didn't know that was part of the... Um, of the uh, uh, Skidmore College study and everything, Peter. So once again, you sprung that on me. So uh, <laughs> we'll have to have to meet next week. Hey, we had another, sta- hey, another staff meeting. Do, do, you guys, do you guys need me to get like a marriage counselor in here or something? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, good. I'm good. 
good. This, if we're doing these shows every week, we can figure it out there. Just, yeah, <laughs> just, exactly. yeah, we'll do it all there. All right. Besides <laughs> just uh, getting us your, you know, whether you're leaving your messages on email, which I get a lot of them, and on Facebook, and also on the Lectionary page, they always leave us emails. So there's many ways to do that. But we also have a phone number. You can call and leave a message anytime. In fact, the number is listed right here on the explanation of the show today. It's the 310 number, 45547. And this woman called it and has a question for you guys. Okay. And this woman called it and has a question for you guys. And it's not working. There it is. Hi, guys. I hope this is the Go Quinn's thing. Anyway, just started day two. Still okay. Woke up this morning. Just a little tired, though. I, I, I am an essential worker for delivery services. Um, but we're very active and very busy, and I'm a little older, 58, and I'm just curious. The program itself is a good setup. I have tried it once before uh, for for me, for convenience. But the problem I see is that because I get up so early and I do go work out four times a week, that the time that I'm awake, I don't feel as though there's enough in the first few days, 12 days, whatever, to equal the time I'm awake. Um, <clears throat> so I have to tweak it a little bit and wait two, three hours in between when I wake up to, to eat my, to have my isogenic shake. So anyway, but I'm pretty hungry by the time I do that. Is this a good thing? I mean, I'm trying to figure out a, a, the sequence. I it, it looks simple. I've done it before. Like I said, sorry, I'm rambling, but for somebody that has a lot of energy and somebody that needs the energy through the day and working out four days a week, I I can't do this if I'm hungry. And I was pretty hungry this morning. Um, Quit your bitch and it's day two. So any ideas, plans? <laughs> uh, anyway, there you go. I think you got the idea of that one. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's a great question. It's kind of folks who have, uh, you know, very, very physical jobs. Talk to your coach, you know, add, add a couple of the snacks in between there. Uh, we can do many ways to tweak that a little bit uh, on the shake days, maybe even add a little sh uh, an extra half a shake in there or something. So that just needs some tweaking right there. If it's, I mean, but the, the snacks are very key there because that gives your body the, well, like, uh, like we've said many times before, the four grams of sugar every three hours. So if she's waiting longer in between there, just add some snacks to it. So we can solve that very easily. And that's just talking to the coach and making sure that, uh, uh, that they understand it. Well, you know, Scott, true. And you've worked with a lot of them too, but a lot of the athletes, including pro athletes you work with, obviously we, you know, that's why you have coaches to tweak it. It might even be like what Scott was saying. Maybe you need three shakes a day or the other thing. I'm always really suspicious that people don't know this, that the brain cannot differentiate between hunger and thirst. And almost 90% of the time when we think we're hungry, we're actually thirsty. So I'd, it'd be interesting for me to know how much water you drink, you know, during the day, uh, because that's really an important factor. As a matter of fact, I tell people sometimes if you really are hungry, drink like eight ounces of water and miraculously you're not hungry anymore. <clears throat> so, but it is possible that you're exerting, you know, physically. So you may need more fuel. That just, you know, that just makes sense. It's like, you know, if you're going to be in a car and you're going to drive 200 miles in a day, you'll use a certain amount of fuel. But if you're going to drive 400 miles, you need more fuel. So that's a simple concept that I think. And with your coach, you could make an adjustment. And, and the other thing, and I know we've talked about this before, guys, this is a journey. 
this is not a, oh, I tried it before. And I, no, you don't understand. Why wouldn't you want to be giving your body the highest dense nutrition on the planet every day? What the hell day do you want to take off? I mean, this is nuts. But but this makes me crazy when people say, do I have to do this the rest of my life? It's kind of like, why wouldn't you want to do it for the rest of your life? And the amount of money that people spend on vitamins alone. Oh, I mean, you you could just cover your act right here. You know, it's great. I love it. All right. Here's a, here's a message from Monica in West Virginia. It made me laugh a little bit. It says, okay. I obvious it's obvious go cleanse works. After all, you've been shoving it up our ass for quite some time now. <laughs> <laughs> it says, don't get me wrong. It's all good. I do have a question though, is using supplements, i.e. go cleanse the only way to cleanse at a cellular level. Well, let me say this. It's the only way um, that has been proven in three clinical studies. Okay. I mean, this is not up for debate. Okay. What, what they've, what they've tracked is removal of toxins and remove what the heart of a fat cell contains, what are called fatty acids. There's three of them. And in the clinical studies, they proved they removed the toxins, which were embedded in the fatty acids. But here was the real thing. The other thing was reducing um, inflammation. Now, this included, you know, there's, there's been a lot of buzz around intermittent fasting. Well, just recently, Harvard, among others, have said the dangers of intermittent fasting for more than 24 hours. What we're doing here, we're doing fasting nutritionally supported, or the term I've come up with is intermittent nutritional fasting, completely different. So we, we've not seen any, a lot of these, now look, I'm not, going to bash anybody okay but a colon cleanse a liver cleanse a gallbladder cleanse etc those are all a single specific organ the thing that's so exciting about this research as we talked i think on the last show about the fact they're now showing that this even has a this detox has a major impact even on brain cognition so it's cleaning it's basically like giving all the cells in your body the ability it's like you took them down to the car wash i mean literally where all of these other things which are really called cleanses i know we use the word cleanse but it really is more of of a of a nutritionally supported fast so that's a really important point backed up by three clinical studies with a fourth one underway right now i'm not aware of any other protocol well and other ones have been i mean every diet's been compared to this and their results were dismal compared to this. In other words, this is producing results that the researcher told me in the most recent study, he's been doing it for 35 years, unless he had, he's doing the research, he said, if I would have seen these results, I would have thought they were fake because people were losing tremendous amounts of weight and here was a differentiator. They lost the weight and actually ended up gaining an average of around 10 pounds of lean muscle. That just doesn't happen on any other program, be it a diet, be it a cleanse, be it whatever. So that's all I can tell you based on the science. Great. Uh, here's another one. Hey, guys, how often can I eat fish? I usually have it for dinner two to three times a week. This is from Sam in Jacksonville. And if you've never had fresh grouper out of Florida, I, you know, I, uh, I understand eating it that many times a week. <laughs> it is so good. Yeah, I guess there's nothing wrong that many times a week. Uh, no, nope. I mean fish does have uh, uh, what's it? Silver mercury. Thing? Mercury. That's right. It's mercury, and uh, but uh, I mean, unless you're really overdoing it, not even fresh. You know, if it's fresh fish and everything else, I think that's fine two to three times a week. 
Yeah, well, the bigger the tuna and the um, tuna in particular would be higher um, content, you know, of mercury. That's a concern, obviously. But I think grouper and some of these other things, you know, certainly would be fine. Um, but again, you know, what's encouraging the latest research, all this myth about, you know, fatty red meat and all that kind of stuff is mm, we're not so sure that that actually is not OK. I mean, eating red meat is oh, yeah. is OK. But every again, everything in moderation, you know. Gotcha. Makes sense to me. All right. Uh, here's one from Morgan in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida. It says, I have a quick question, and I don't think it will make Peter cranky. <laughs> <laughs> me? That's what it says. It says, I don't think it'll make him cranky. How much prep do each of you put into your daily meals? All right. There you go. That's a, that's a good question. Yeah, I that's mean, a I good mean, question. That is. I, I would, first thing I do in the morning is have a shake. I mean, that's, uh, that's yep. a given. It's been that way for years. And uh, as far as uh, as far as getting things ready, I I have uh, enough time on my hands where you know I can decide to get, get to the store and get some, you know pick something up uh, and prepare it. But I really, I, I mean, I would say maybe 15 minutes. I just don't uh, totally prepare beforehand. I know a lot of folks like that. Like they'll prepare a week, at, you know, a week's meals ahead of time. You know, spend no. a few hours. But I just I don't, I don't prepare as much. I know Peter doesn't. He's uh, he's a last minute guy too, right? Oh, a hundred percent. And, but I would say again, it's sensible, you know, I like fresh salads and, you know, balsamic and, uh, you know, I like, I do like salmon I like, you know, chicken. I have a lot of chicken, but my day definitely, as a matter of fact, a lot of days what I'll do, I'll have a shake for breakfast and then I'll take a thermos with another shake in it and I'll kind of drink it, um, you know, over the, and then a lot of days I don't eat lunch if I do have two shakes. So, that's another, you know, way to uh, way to approach it in this, you know, busy, crazy world that, you know, we live in. And when I was able to travel before the pandemic, um, uh, you know, I was pretty specific about uh, the foods that I would eat, you know, on the road, et cetera. Like, for example, if it did say fish, I wanted to make sure that it was, you know, f I mean, wild. It wasn't farmed, you know, farm fish, mm, not so great. So I would say if anything, it's more about being aware than necessarily the preparation. I, I think the awareness becomes really our sort of driving force. Yeah, the only thing I do is I uh, every once in a while I'll bo hard boil a few eggs just to have a sure. like if I need something. And other than that, I mean the bars that I you get those lemon bars are great. Yeah, they're ama they're amazing. You know, yeah. there's there's always something. But my savior, I'm here to tell you guys, is that bone broth. I'm telling you, yeah, I, I love it. It gets you through before, anything. What's that? You've said that many times before, and you're 100% right. It's just, it, it, how can broth fill you up like that? It just, and it tastes great. It's savory, and it's, and it's good for you. You just feel, you know, it's good. And especially this time well, of year, I, you know, I, so it's good. And, and I've told you that it's a special bone broth specifically for joints and for ligaments and tendons. And what makes it different? Okay, is that they they added three amino acids to it that when it enters your body, it causes the body to make more collagen. And in case you didn't know, collagen is the most prominent protein in the human body. Gotcha. But it not only affects joints and that, but it also is obviously with our skin. And as we age, what happens is that we have less. The best way to think about it, we absorb less collagen. 
and then you get wrinkles and you get problems, but then your joints hurt, your well, your ligaments and your tendons all hurt. So collagen is really incredibly important. So it's kind of like when you're drinking it, your body's going, wow, yeah, we need this stuff. That's why it's so satisfying. Yep. All right. This one comes from Susie in Oklahoma City. And Susie's not crazy. I got this uh, email from her on January the 7th. So okay. she's not crazy. It says, Happy New Year, y'all. So thank you. Happy New Year to you, Susie. It says, I love pasta. Does eating pasta make me, uh, make me fat? If so, what can I do about that? Well, would you suggest on the, uh, you know, uh, on the first part of the cleanse, the first 11 days of the cleanse, to stay away from carbs as much as possible, because carbs definitely are not absorbed by the body as well. But you also need carbs for the brain, so you're probably smarter than the average Joe. How's that? Ooh, nice, uh, nice. Uh, there you go. But uh, uh, the, 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 the pastas, you know, this is one misconception that sometimes I think we may promote even, and we're talking about how we eat and the things we eat, and I talk about all this healthy stuff. So any kind of deprivation, you know, once you get through the program and you get to your goal weight and stuff, if you want to have pasta, go have pasta. It's not going to affect you as much as uh, as it would have in the past once your body's operating more efficiently and effectively. So I uh, always want to set that straight where it's like, you know, we don't go and look at a restaurant and throw out to a no. dinner and worry about and feel guilty yeah. about ordering stuff. We just order whatever the hell we want because right. we know it's not going to affect us as much. So I yes. really want to say that this isn't any kind of deprivation of it so if if you go through the program and get the body working uh efficiently guess what the pasta is not gonna have to I'll, I'll say this i've socialized with you guys you're not afraid to, to you know just to, to be normal you know you the, remember yeah. the first you remember the first meal in pensacola we ever met you guys and you two were worried you and Mike were worried about what to order in front of us yeah you put everything at ease right away but i'll on a, on a on a sidebar of that one of the other things is that once uh, you actually are are using the cleanse more you, I, you just don't crave that pasta stuff exactly. as much true 100 percent. so look at me look how smart i am all right you're getting it you're getting it <laughs> all right let's see yeah we got time for one more we may go over a little okay. bit but this will be our last one here uh, do you want one about goal setting or do you want one about training, working out? Which one do you want? Go for it. Okay, goal setting. Here it says, hey, guys, I'm a goal setter. When it comes to health and fitness, are shorter goals better than longer-term goals? This is Paul in Atlanta. Yeah, I think I, I think both are so important, but shorter term goals, you see, you know, you're uh, rewarded with the success is quicker. And yeah, that's yep. one thing about our program. Like we say, just give us four days and uh, you're going to see success. So it might be five pounds, but some pounds has been as much as 15 pounds, believe it or not. Yep. But uh, I would say the shorter term goals are a little bit more important, but you're always going to keep those long-term goals in your mind. It's kind of like writing down, you know, what they, I say write down a hundred goals you have uh, to achieve in life and stuff. You'd be surprised how many you get because they're just in your thought process, but the short-term goals to get those results that keep you motivated. Um, I think are more well, that's what Gold Cleanse is so good about. You hit those goals right away. 
so that's all the that's all the inspiration you need right there well guys thank you so much for your time today appreciate it once again if you'd like to order or talk to a coach call the 800 number that's listed on the explanation of today's show just look at your cell phone it's right there okay just hit it and uh, and of course if you have a question for the show you want to call the go cleanse hotline the phone number is listed for you there as well you guys have a strong week and we'll call we'll talk to you next week for another go cleanse health conversation guys thanks Thank you.